Live Beats, Live Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. And welcome to another episode of Cooking with Zizi. That's me. Hi, Zizi. Hi. How you doing? Good. Have you had another fruitful week of cooking? Yeah, I really have. <laughs> We've made a lot of things, haven't we? Mm-hmm. What have we made? We've made banoffee pie. We've made cheesecake. Oh, the the raspberry cheesecake. White the chocolate white cheesecake. chocolate cheesecake was amazing last week. Yes, it was. Um, You've made buttermilk. Fried, fried chicken, chicken, which was outstanding. Crumbs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've made a lot of things, but today we're going to focus on one recipe that we really loved. loved which is steak and potato nachos. Steak and... This is like a very grown-up version of nachos. I like it. Mm, yeah. I re- I was surprised by how much I love this, actually. And it's like, it's kind of like taking normal nachos and just, you know, dressing it up a bit. Isn't it? Yeah. All right, let's go. So how do we make this? So first you'll need about two potatoes sliced. I would say, wait, we had more potatoes than that. So I would say, to be honest, I would say four potatoes. Yeah. So four potatoes, or maybe just like a potato per person about who's going to eat this. Yeah. Like, you know, like at least the size of your fist. Not small potatoes. We're talking like... You know, medium to large size. Like a, a regular sized. Right. Next, you'll need about just any steak that has a good amount of fat in, fat on it. Because if it's too lean, it will dry up and not be nice in the steak. Exactly. All right. So we need... In the nachos. We need steak. We need... So a lovely kind of marbled steak will work yeah. very well with this particular recipe. I'm so thinking about one pound. Like ribeye or something. Mm. Let's put that into like, um, it's about half a kilo mm. of steak. Okay. Next, you'll need about four tablespoons of olive oil. Make sure it actually tastes good because you're going to be really able to taste this. Mm-hmm. Next, you're, you're going you're gonna to need, of course, salt and pepper to taste. Yep. Then you're going to need about t- two teaspoons of paprika. Then... You're going to have... You a can, nice smoky one. Yeah. Um, now, you can use like a Mexican mix of cheese, but I we like to use about um, one cup of shredded cheddar cheese and, one, and half a cup of shredded Monterey Dac cheese, but you can use a Mexican mix as well. I like, um, you know, a nice vintage bitey cheddar. I love that. I think it just... She loves aged cheddar to be yeah, specific. Yeah, because, because like... Super aged. Yeah, it, it needs to be a bit aged because then it has more flavor in it. That's why it tastes better. It needs to be a bit more subtle though. Okay, in your opinion. So you just basically, I think the advice is people can just use the cheese that they like, but just, yeah. you know, something that will go well with nachos Maybe generally. Maybe Meltable is good too. Yeah. You can do mixes for like, because if, so you could use mozzarella because it gives a great stretch mm-hmm. and you could also use cheddar for a bit more flavor. Okay. Which is really good. I like that. Okay. Next, you, you're you going to need some sour cream and salsa to put on top. Salsa is optional. But sour cream is a must have if you're human. Salsa is great. Salsa is fantastic. You can, of course, make your own at home with some chopped tomatoes, some onion. And you can do any type, like salsa verde or the other things. That seems fancy. 
you fancy with your salsa verde. Okay, then. And you can add chili, obviously. I yeah. like it spicy. You don't like it so much spicy. You need a little kick. You need a little kick for sure. It just makes it taste better, I think. Mm, it yep. gives a little edge. It gives it a little edge. Okay. Last but definitely not least, green onion minced too. Okay. Green onion. I would say like, you know, you can chop, chop it into little ringlets. You know, if you don't have the sour cream, you can use Greek yogurt. We like to use Greek yogurt because it's just as creamy. It has a very similar taste and it works quite well for a recipe like this, doesn't it? Yeah. And we used it and it tasted amazing. Oh, and we also added um, sliced avocado on ours. Oh, yes. That was excellent. And yeah. Okay, you so how do we add make it? guacamole if you have it. But mm-hmm. we didn't, so we just sliced up the avocado. And yeah. Put it on, and it was still delicious. It was outstanding. Okay, so how do we make it then? First, you're going to you're going to slice your potatoes and then you're going to place your potatoes into a large bowl. So hang on, hang on. You mean slice like as in circles, right? Yeah, like not too thin, like chip thin, but you know, they're about a centimeter. Thick. They're about a centimeter thick. thick. Yeah. Into circles, okay, but you know, you can peel them first. Some people don't like to peel them. We didn't. We didn't peel them. It just kind of adds to this whole nice rustic feel and rustic taste. It's quite delicious. Also, we try to make it healthy. And it's quite healthy as well. So, but make sure you wash them extremely well if you don't peel them. Wash them extremely well anyway. And then you just cut them into the one one centimeter centimeter thick. thick circles then in a, in a large bowl you can toss them with the olive oil salt pepper and paprika then you can Yum. Lay, just coat them really nicely yeah and you can put a little extra if you want a bit more heat or smokiness next you're going to lay the potatoes on a baking sheet and bake at 230 degrees celsius for about 20 minutes nice so just watch them turn golden brown basically yeah you want them to try and be a little bit crispy mm. because that will help because what's going to happen in the end, this is nachos, you are going to layer them. So if they're crispy, this will really add a to crunch. the dish. It will give you crunch, it will give you texture, it will give you flavor, and then it won't go soggy once it's all you know layered as well. And it really helps to mimic the tortilla chip crunch. Mm-hmm. Nice. Then you're going to season your steak with salt and pepper. And then you're going to cook it on high heat for roughly three minutes on each side for a medium rare. But that depends on what you on what cook you like for your steak. I like it well done. So we just cooked it for extra time. So it's all good. So it's then up to you. Then you're going to let the steak rest for 10 minutes as it is still cooking, even when it comes out of the pan. That's really important because otherwise it's just going to come out really hot and rubbery and it will not taste good you always always have, have to, to rest, rest your, your meat, meat after you cook it then you're going to slice that into cubes now in a cast iron skillet or baking sheet arrange cooked potatoes in the cooked potatoes into a kind of like a rose circle mm-hmm. pattern if you don't have a skillet i mean you know just use an oven tray that you have because that's yeah That's the idea. What you want to do is you want to be able, if you have a dish that can go in the oven, but it also looks nice presented, go with that. For us, we had a black skillet. That's what we use, like a cast iron type of one, which is really great. It's perfect for this kind of recipe. So what you do is you just arrange your potatoes on the bottom Mm. once they're cooked. Beautiful. 
then you're gonna top with the steak and then add the cheese and all your cheeses that you desire. Next, Yummy. you're gonna broil it for about five minutes. Or, or grill it. The cheese. I, the Americans like to say broil, but we say grill. It's basically grilling, you're grilling it. Then you're gonna grill your cheese and until it becomes nice and melted, really. Yeah, it starts bubbling a bit. Then you can serve that immediately. You can serve that with sour cream and salsa, green onions, or any toppings of your choice. Oh, yes. We love all the toppings. I like all of the toppings. I like putting the sour cream or the Greek yogurt, then top that with the salsa, a bit of avocado, a squeeze of lime juice. A bit of chilies. If you don't want it too spicy, don't include the seeds because that's the spiciest part of it. Very good. Excellent tip. And how was it? It was delicious. It was outstanding. I This, this is like, because I love she dishes. She had doubts. Let's just say that. I she was, had doubts. <laughs> Do you know, I wasn't sure how great it was going to be. Actually, it was far better than and I thought it was going to be. Yes. But I love it because it's layered. There's lots of different things going on in this dish. Lots of different flavors. It is colorful. It is beautiful to look at. It's just great because it's like this Mexican kind of base. Mexican food is always colorful and delicious and amazing. And this is just kind of like a grown-up, dressed-up nachos. And I love it. So thank you, Zizi. You're welcome. Thank you. Next time, we're going to do more cooking with Zizi. And I can't wait. Preferably truffle mac and cheese. Ooh, love it. Okay, you're going to have to wait. We're all going to have to wait. I'm going to have to wait for this one. Truffle mac and cheese. All right. That's it for uh, another Cooking with ZZ. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. It is an absolute joy cooking alongside Zainab in the kitchen. I love it. Cooking with ZZ. More of that to come next week. And some Ramadan-inspired dishes, I think. We might... Do a bit of truffle mac and cheese, but we might do some Ramadan dishes for you as well. Let us know what you'd like for us to cover on this segment. We would love to hear from you. Share with us your recipes as well. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.